the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Oh, boy. This is an interesting time to be an investor. It's been an interesting two years under President Trump. Still can't believe I'm saying that the guy who was on Celebrity Apprentice is the President of the United States. That's just odd. Uh, but that's what we did. As a country, we elected him. So you call him the President of the United States. You go with it. The SP 500 rose more than 17% in the first half of this year. Stop and think about that for just a second. We hit July 1. In the first half of the year, we made 17%. That's not just a great first six-month return. That's a freaking amazing six-month return. The average annual return for the S&P 500 over the last 87 years is about 8% plus dividends, which gets you to about 10%. 10% a year, historically, gets your money to double every 7.2 years. And that's why it's so important to save $10,000 by the time you turn 30, because 10000 will become 20 by the time you hit 37. 20 will become 40 by the time you hit 45. 40 will become 80 80 will become 160 before you retire. That $10,000, it's tough to do, but that's a, a step in the right direction if you get historical returns. Now, this year, we're getting above histor- normal historical returns, so it'll even grow faster. It'll double faster unless we're right around the corner to a recession. What's to worry about? Slowing global economy. Fed Reserve kind of waffling on interest rates, maybe. The trade war with China and U.S. never settles down. It just simmers. And then you get the presidential election cycle where Joe Biden looked like he was going to be the front runner. For about one minute. Um, And the debates happened, and Kamala Harris did well. With that said, it's a long trek from here to see who we're going to elect in November. And now keep in mind, we're done half this year. November's in the latter part of the year, so we're about 15 months from elections, right? And it'll just be insane, and a lot of fake news, and a lot of yelling at each other, and a lot of horse candidates, not like, but their voices are hoarse. When stocks have an above average first half of the year, like they have this year, the market is about 60% more likely to rise in the second half than in the second half of all other years. So it's time to get greedy. It's time to get the money rake out. Money rake, patent pending, Rob Black and your money. 2019 had the best first half in a market since 1997. Man, I, f- I feel like I, d- I didn't even have you know body hair in 1997. It was so long ago. But sadly, I did. I know you're saying, enough about your body hair. I'm finished. Um, so in the second half of 1997, when the market was up 19% from January to June, it rose another 9.7%. So now they were up 17%. Now, again, see, this is where you start getting into ifs and buts and candy and nuts. If ifs and buts were candy and nuts, oh, what a party we'd have. It may not play out that way. Now, investors are pay extra attention during presidential campaign cycles because fiscal policy matters. But it isn't the only factor influencing the stock market. So, if you take a look at stock pickers versus stock market 
indexers. I tend to say you want to be a stock picker in the second half of the year, or you want to get your sectors right. Tech stocks, industrial stocks, and consumer stocks. That's my opinion. Consult a broker advisor for take action on any stocks mentioned. Um, I'm pro risk right now. Famous last words, right? Today's going to be the day where the market goes down 90% because I said on air, I, I'm good with it. I think the market goes higher. Um, you can't guarantee that the second half of 2019 is going to look like the second half of 1997. History doesn't always repeat itself, but it does have a kind of rhyme and reason to it. So work with that if you can. And uh, again, just know I've done this for a long time. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm saying it's been a good first half this year. And let's say you've only been listening to the show for six months and you've heard the commercials like, is it time to get out of the market? Is it time to go to gold? Don't lose all your money. Wall Street's a roller coaster. Wall Street's a, a gambling, like a casino. No, it's not. And you've missed out on the first half of this year because that nonsense, shame on you. That's my opinion. And I'm sticking to it. Gold falls today because the market isn't worried about trade today. Last week and the week before, gold had a big run because we were worried about Trump and trade. Now gold prices fell below $1,400 an ounce as optimism about trade relations between U.S. and China send investors into riskier assets. Gold is not a risky asset. Gold is gold. It's a big lump of gold and just sits there. I don't like gold. Gold doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't go into the mines and get more gold. It doesn't like uh, figure out how to you know, deliver its weight in half as much because it's not worth its weight in gold. <laughs> I know you're saying nerd, nerd. Um, I won't even own stocks like Barrett Gold or Newmont Gold. I won't own, I just, I don't, it's not my thing. So it's, it's important to say that you, it's not your thing. I don't like cricket. If you ever watch, catch me watching like a weekend of cricket, you know, something's wrong. He's outside his box. I do like eating crickets. Yummy, delicious protein. You know, in parts of the world, that's considered the alternative to veggie burgers is eating crickets. Get your protein a different way. I'm all about that. So what's happening today? Well, a trade truce was was called out between the United States and China. We kind of knew that was kind of leaked a little bit. Um, it wasn't a huge surprise. And the markets are off to the races today. Weakness and boring things like utilities. So utilities don't come out with a new way of like doing energy. We stopped you know, creating nuclear power plants years and years and years ago. Um, that's when utilities kind of had a sex appeal to them, but not so much now. Uh, taking a look at the markets, kind of want to see things. Uh, Dow up 155. The S&P 500 is up 22. NASDAQ's up 89. Now, all three of those markets were higher than they are now. So they opened higher, but went lower. And again, some of the data that's come out of Europe and Asia today is weakening numbers tied towards um, inflation and manufacturing. So we're contending with that. Semiconductor names are big winners today, as they seem to be the obvious play between Asia and the U.S. Apple's higher, Skyworks is higher, Micron's higher, Taiwan's semiconductor manufacturing is higher, AMD's higher. I haven't talked about Taiwan's semiconductor manufacturing, but it is kind of exactly what it sounds like. It's a company in Taiwan that manufactures semiconductors. Some companies design them and take them to the ovens and cook them and make them into full-fledged semiconductors. Some people design them and say, here, you make these for us. We want to keep our costs down. We don't want to buy cutting-edge equipment. You could do that. 
We'll pay you. Anyhow, you get the idea. It's a play on semiconductors. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Big retirement income tax planning seminar coming up Thursday, July 11th. That is right around the corner. 630 to 830 at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge in Palo Alto. It's $25 to get in. If you've never been to one, you could use the code radio 25 and get in for free. Minimizing taxes in 2017 after the 2017 tax reform is huge. Um, cutting down your income taxes is huge. Making your money last as long as it can in retirement is big. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. So the other day, I was in my bed. My son comes in, says, Dad, do you believe in time travel? I'm like, oh, my God, I've been waiting for this moment all my life. Did my old self tell you about how to time travel? And your old self told you to ask you, came to you in the bedroom in the middle of the night and said, go ask dad about time travel. And I said, I kind of do believe in time travel. And let me give you an example. If I can go back in time right now and tell my 20-year-old self about credit cards, I would. One of the reasons I do this show is so that you could tell your 20-year-old about credit cards, about savings, about 401ks, about up markets, about down markets. Uh, markets are okay. Down markets are okay too. I got my first credit card in college. And I think I, you could say I probably made some mistakes. I got out of college with probably, I'd say, three or $4,000 of debt. And it wasn't like student loan debt. It was like pizza debt. It was like stupid stuff in the dorm room in the middle of the night kind of stuff. So I never made a major mistake, but I did come out with too much debt. And I didn't have the ability to pay it off as fast as I could without it kind of spiraling out of control, that APR, that annual percentage rate. So number one, if I could time travel, and I do believe I could time travel, I'd go back to myself in college and say, hey, don't get don't get a credit card because it like it gives you a discount to a sporting event. Like if you have a Golden State Warriors credit card or a Sharks card, I'd slap you. I'd slap me if that was me. I'm not gonna slap anyone. Don't get mad. But like I think the Disney credit card is awful. It's not a good credit card. But some people love Disney. And you see an adorable little image of Bambi on a Disney credit card. And you're like, perfect. I'm a Disney file. This speaks to me. Um, Disney's mom got shot. It's a very, very violent movie. What's up with Disney separating kids from their mother? So many films. Like, why does Nemo's mom have to die? Oh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So if I can go back in time. I'd say cut out those credit cards that are cute. If I can go back in time, I'd say don't pick a card based on um, the wrong reasons. It would be very easy for me to say, hey, I got kids. I should get a Disney card. So if I ever go to Disney, I'll get some sort of perks or rewards. Now, um, I used to like flying, well, let's say like American Airlines or JetBlue. Get a JetBlue card. You're on a flight. He's like, hey, if you sign up for a JetBlue card, right now you get 25,000 free points. I'm like, I there was a point where I probably said, yeah, sure. I, uh, next flight will be cheaper, right? Or I'll get a bag or something free. And suddenly you have uh, a huge amount of credit cards that aren't doing you any good. If you don't know what annual percentage rate is and how it works, credit cards carry an interest fees. How are they calculated? The annual percentage rate in a nutshell is complicated to explain. It's the cost of borrowing money is the bottom line, though. It's an annual rate. You can check your credit card statement to see how much you'll be paying in interest fees each monthly payment cycle. I pay off my balance in full each month and typically only use it for the purposes. Corporate card for gas, restaurant cards for restaurants, um, like a travel card that gives you three points for every dollar spent in uh, restaurants. I'm very, very, very 
you know, this is how I play the game. So I don't have too many credit cards, but then again, I don't have too few. And I know to pay off the balance every month. Otherwise, it's not a good deal, period. So if I could travel back in time, and I can, because my kid asked me if I could travel back in time, and I have a conversation with him in about 10 years about how I travel back in time. And he has now traveled back in time as a, from his older self to his younger self to tell me exactly how travel time travel works, because I don't know yet, but I'm going to figure it out. But if I could travel back in time and fix my financial mistakes, credit card's a big one in your 20s. Look for fees. Whether it's an ATM fee, getting your money fee, transactions on other uh, outside the country, there's nothing worse than going to Mexico. So you know, put it on your credit card. Oh, we take we take that credit card, and then you're like, oh, I see how it works. The fees he charged. Now keep in mind, when we first get a credit card, we're typically broke college kids. Which, if I can go back in time, I'd learn how to be elect myself president. So I, one of the things I would instantly ban is credit card companies from having any access to college campuses where they could put a cute girl with a t-shirt and say, hey, you want a, you want a college t-shirt if you sign up for this college credit card? It's called an affinity card where like, if you went to UVA or if you went to Stanford and you get a Stanford card, Stanford gets a piece of the action, but it's not a good deal for the college student more often than not. And you know, I, I think going back in time, I'd say practice good credit habits. Um, you know, Go back in time and tell yourself, brush your teeth three times a day, not once. Floss every day, not every month. Get the same good habits going in your credit cards. Like I said, I use one for gas. I use one for restaurants. I use one for airplanes. Um, and I monitor my credit score. There's an app called Credit Karma. It does a fine job. Most banks now, if you have an online bank, you don't have to have an online bank. You have like a Bank of America account, and it'll still monitor your credit for you. And if, you're, if you've got a credit score like 600, you're doing something wrong, and you need me to come to your house with a glove and slap you. I'm not coming to your house with a glove and slapping you, but you get the idea. I haven't carried a balance on my credit card since college, and I'm an old man now. I'm an older man. I'm a distinguished man. I'm a distinguished gentleman. So... If I could go back in time, that's what I would tell myself about credit cards. Hopefully, you could tell someone in your life the same basic ideas. Credit cards aren't bad. A lot of people think they're evil. They're not evil. It's just we don't know how to use them when we get them, get in a bad habit with them, put groceries on them when you shouldn't be putting groceries. I mean, your bill should pay your groceries. Now, if you want to put groceries on a credit card, that's fine. Just pay off the balance. If you're not paying off the balance, then you're paying 25% more for this, you know, the same cup of rice that I'm paying. You're not going to survive like that. Big event coming up in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge, July 11th. You can sign up for it at 6.30 to 8.30 in the evening. It's income in retirement. That's my number one fear is not having income in retirement. Not Jason. Not Freddie. My number one fear is not having income in retirement. And it drives me. You can learn more about this event by going to robblackshow.com. It's Rob Black Show. Or you can go to newfocusfinancial.com and sign up there. Use the code radio25 to get in for free. Hope to see you there July 11th. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. It is a holiday-shortened week. The markets uh, will be a little bit funky. Uh, because a lot of people are thinking about beaches and beers and barbecues and boats and such. Let's bring on CFP Chad Burton. Even though it's a holiday shortened week, we have a big seminar coming up the following week, July 11th, that we're here to promote and talk a little bit about its income and retirement. Super important topic because you, you, you live and you work zero to 60, and then you kind of live off that from 60 to 100. 
and I think that's a big switch for a lot of people. How are you, Mr. Burton? Doing well. I like the idea of boats and beers and barbecues, though. It sounds great. Of course, drink responsibly and have a designated driver. Don't drink. People crazy out there. Can you say that again? I got. I'm getting a ton of feedback. Oh, um, I'll just. There we go. Um, I got an email that said it's kind of crazy. I, I hate it when people ask tax questions because everyone's so different. But he says his name's Jeff. He goes, my tax person believes that taxes will be much higher after 2026. So he says I should only use the Roth side of my 401k. I'm just into the 24% federal tax bracket and 9.3% state. I'll be retiring in 10 years. Good idea to just load up on the Roth now. What do you think, Chad? It, it, well, it's interesting because, first of all, when you are, especially when you're getting close to retirement, when you've accumulated assets enough to support your life, especially in the Bay Area, you need kind of a team of advisors. You need to get a tax person. You get certified financial planner that's fee-only, a fiduciary, and you need an attorney for your state plan, and they all really need to work together. But I do see some situations where CPAs are either dealing with, um, you know, how to reduce taxes and keep them really low right now, or a thought about taxes in the future that kind of controls some advice. And in this situation, it could be good advice. It could be really bad advice. Um, And here's here's the deal. If anybody's paying for money management, where they're just you know paying one and a half two percent on a bunch of mutual funds or ETFs or something like that, and they're not getting long-term financial planning projections to help answer these types of questions, they're not getting the worth out of their money that they're paying. Because in a situation like this, you have you have choices. You have if you're under fifty, you can put in nineteen thousand dollars in your four hundred one k, or twenty five thousand if you're going to be fifty or older by the end of the year. And you can either put the the money in pre tax, where you save immediate taxes on it. Okay. So you can put the old twenty five thousand dollars into a pre tax account and save between state and federal in this situation eight thousand three hundred and twenty five dollars that year in taxes, or you can put twenty five thousand dollars into the Roth side of the four hundred one k and have no current tax savings. The difference is is that the Roth, it will grow and grow and grow. And let's say money doubles every 10 years. Okay. You'll never pay taxes on any of that money again if it's in the Roth. If it's in the regular side of the 401k, as we all know, we retire, every dollar you pull out is 100% taxable. So you have a decision to make. You could do all into the pre-tax, all into the Roth, or a combination of that. And so what you have to do is you have to do long-term financial planning projections that say, here's where I'm at today. Here's how much I've saved. Here's when I want to retire. Okay. Here's my income sources. What will my tax bracket be when I start pulling money out? And a lot of times people, when they retire because they're living off of stocks that have a basis, they sell it, it's capital gains, but not all of it's taxable. They have some cash in the bank. They have you know, a standard deduction that everybody has now. A lot of times people are at a much lower bracket when they retire than when they're working. And so if, if that's the case, if you're going to be in a much lower bracket than when you're working, you want the current tax break now. Okay. But if this person, maybe they've saved up a ton of money, maybe they're ahead of the game in retirement, and they're going to have more than they need once they hit 60 or 65, whenever this person's retiring, well, then building up a tax-free account in the Roth is going to be attractive. 
But you really, again, you need to do two things. You need long-term tax projections so you know. You clearly know, am I going to be at the same, lower, or higher tax bracket when I retire? If I'm going to be at a higher tax bracket when I retire, go Roth. If you're going to be at a lower, stay with the pre-tax 401k. If you're going to be about the same, you need to do a mix. So this person might be sitting right at the edge of a tax bracket. For example, the the 24% bracket, Rob, if you're married, filing jointly, starts when you, on the right when you get about $168,000 of of taxable income. Right. So if if they're right at that level, they might put you know five or ten grand into the pre-tax side of their 401k to keep them down at the 22% bracket and then put the rest into the Roth. So if they're doing their long-term financial planning projections and they're seeing in the future, hey, I'm always going to be at a I'm going to be at a 22% or lower bracket. Well, they might put in enough to pre-tax to go move down a bracket and the rest into the Roth to create a tax-free account when they get to retirement. So, because we have these choices in our 401k and because we may or may not be in a higher or lower bracket at retirement, you've got to do some long-term projections because now we all have options. And they're right at that 10-year mark of retirement, which is really key to do those projections so that you don't you know, screw up and, and make the wrong decision. Good stuff. Content like this will be had at the Retirement Income and Tax Planning Seminar Thursday, July 11th, the Palo Alto Elks Lodge. You can sign up by going to newfocusfinancial.com and use the code RADIO25 if you've never been to an event to get in for free. Now, what is a more bespoke approach here for where they should put the money? And what does bespoke mean? Is that a, a high school definition term that I forgot? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it comes from the world of you know tailors, right? A, a bespoke or a perfectly fitted suit, I guess. Really? That's how I always remember that. I think so, but that's I could have just made that up now. It could have been. Just I, did well my my SATs. I did well on my SATs. I did well on my SATs. I didn't do that well. But go ahead. <laughs> well, again, it's 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 kind of that idea that looking at at the tax brackets. So let's let's go down a bracket. Let's let's look at a single person's tax bracket. So when when everybody has whether or not they're they own a home or not, everybody either itemizes their deductions or has a standard deduction. And then you go up these ladder tax brackets. So if you're a single person, you have your first, you know, twelve thousand dollars that's tax free. Then the next ninety seven hundred dollars is a ten percent bracket. Between ninety seven hundred and thirty nine thousand four hundred seventy five, it's twelve percent bracket. Then between thirty nine grand and eighty four grand, it's twenty two percent. And then twenty four, and then thirty two, and then thirty five. So what you need to know, where everybody should be talking to their tax advisors once they get their taxes done, is to find out where they are along those ladders. Because it's not all dollars taxed at the same rate. It's a laddered approach. So if you're straddling that ladder, it's typically a good idea to put enough into the pre-tax side of the 401k to come back down to the lower one and then try to sock the west the rest away to the Roth. So you might end up with, you know, if you're if you're at nineteen thousand, if you're gonna be under fifty before the end of the year, you maybe put, you know, ten grand into the pre tax side and nine grand into the Roth side. And then you've got this great combination of a tax savings, a current tax savings account that's gonna grow tax deferred, but you'll pay taxes on all of it when you retire. And then you've got this Roth account when you retire where it's gonna grow tax free for the rest of your life. And then when you take it out it's you never pay taxes on it. And once you get to retirement, if you have those two types of accounts plus some you know, stocks and mutual funds outside of retirement, you can blend your income and have well into the six figures of income and pay 12% or less in taxes. Um, and that's some of the things we show you at the retirement income event is once you start pulling money out, how to blend that income 
from those different sources so that you stay at a really low tax bracket for a really long time. We probably only have time for one more quick question. Um, every once in a while, we hear the ads on this very station, on television stations everywhere, that the 401k is a scam. It makes me cringe. My 401k has created a lot of wealth in the last 25 years. What are your thoughts on commercials like that? First of all, it's only a scam if people panic out and they try to go in all in or all out, where they they you know go to cash in their 401k just because somebody's elected, or they panic out at a at a downturn and they miss the entire upswing. Um, so you're right. You just have to look at the stock market returns and look at the last you know 50 years and even more recent where you have really high returns. Usually these ads are because people, they, they're insurance agents. They want people to stop putting money into their 401k so they can sock it into these indexed universal life policies that they say, oh, you get 100% of return to the upside of the market, but no downside risk, but, which is not even true in itself. There's all sorts of fees inside these things. Um, they underperform all the time, and it, it's there to make insurance agents 50% or more commission of the first-year premium. So usually they're, they're kind of scams by insurance agents, in my opinion. Yeah, we got to be careful using the word scam, but we have time for the last question. A guy stopped putting money into his 401k because of someone who was elected. What do you say to a person that is reactionary to presidents, per se? Well, yeah, in this case... There's one thing to go to cash, you know, which is a horrible yeah. idea in my opinion, anyways. But this one, he stopped putting money in, so he stopped getting the four the four percent match on his money. He could have gone into at least a, a short term bond fund or a money market account, get that free money in your four hundred one k. I mean, come on, it's free money, so keep I, contributing. I hear you on that one, and uh, what I can tell you from who's elected. I once was interviewing Peter Lynch, and he says this market seen World War One, World War Two, Vietnam, Korea. You know, it's seen President Trump, it's seen high oil, it's seen low oil, it's seen high inflation, no inflation. And, and he's absolutely right. The market always has something to, to conquer in a wall of worry. Thanks for joining me, Chad. Let me plug you, you and your show. Plug you and your show. You'll be on tomorrow morning, six a.m. to seven a.m. here on AM twelve twenty KDOW. We typically do Tuesday, Wednesdays, and sometimes Thursdays and Fridays as well. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. It is a lecture. It is is a class, a master class in how to prepare for retirement. I like his show. It's a little dry, but it's a great show for doing what it's trying to do, get you to retirement. Thursday, July 11th, you can meet Chad, 6.30 to 8.30 at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge in Palo Alto. Easy to get to, easy to get out of. Um, sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Use the code radio25 to get in for free and listen to chat tomorrow here on AM 1220 KDOW. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money investing, and more. I like my segments with Chad Burton. Um, I wish I could do more of them with him. Uh, he's just a busy, busy, busy guy, and you can always find him and do listen to his podcast. If you go to newfocusfinancial.com, I think it's the best financial planning uh, podcast. The information is hardcore, not rated R, but hardcore. It's not for someone who's like, oh, I want to buy a stock today. You can learn more about it by going to newfocusfinancial.com. Come to the seminar on the 11th. I'd love to see you. Um, it's summer and it's just it's really good to get motivated with you know seeing the fans and the people that like your show even the people that don't i have no problem with that i got this guy named al shaw who hates me and he's been emailing me for 20 years about a stock that went down and basically he probably bought it and lost money 
but um, he's violently insane with his emails and uh, does a lot of, you know, XXXXXX, you suck, 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 I'm like, okay, I get it. You don't have to type it 19 times. But I find it very entertaining. So anyway, I want to switch gears ever so slightly. And again, once again, talk about Generation Z. I bought a research report that I just finished over the weekend. And Generation Z's approach to brands is really... It, it's awesome. It's so different than my approach to brands. They frequently document their life on social media. They feel a pressure to always have new clothes. It's fueling growth in unconventional forms like shopping, like rental, like resale. Uh, there's a lot of new companies coming public right now that you could get a Chanel bag. You could sell your Chanel bag. They will consign it and they will sell it to someone else and you'll get a big cut of the action back. This kind of stuff works. For me, it's just like, that's annoying. It's a generational thing. Um, Older generations grew up without technology at the snap of their fingers, right? Um, So the fact that millennials are so internet connected has changed things. They want to always buy things on sale. That's a fascinating statement in and of itself. Now, me too. Um, I typically only own two pair of jeans for 18 months, and then they start to wear out. I buy two more pair of jeans. Um, and I try to like sign up for diesel emails right around month 12 because I like diesel jeans. So maybe I'll go to Macy's and find that they've got diesel. So I'll sign up for some emails from Macy's. And if that next two months, three months, there's like, Hey, we got a 50% off sale. I'm like, woohoo, but I'm not as good at it as say a generation Z person. So they're thrifty above all. They're fiscally pragmatic and practical with their money. They're considered a lot more conservative, uh, politically than you would imagine. Um, so you'll hear phrases like, I like, I can't afford nicer brands of clothes. I like to save and would rather have the money in the bank than be broke. Uh, so they go out and get discounts on everything. Um, Patagonia is relatively high prices. Uh, when you shop Patagonia, it's crazy. You can get a vest for kind of like the fall slash spring chilly weather for anywhere from 80 bucks to 200 bucks to $300. And uh, it just depends on when you get it on sale. So price is a big pusher for Generation Z. So I grew up with things like, oh, you could invest in Coke and Diet Coke or Coke and Pepsi um, because they're brand names. Everyone knows the brand. Like there used to be like a, a RC Cola, like it was kind of an off brand thing. And then every now and then you'd go into Safeway and you'd see like the Safeway Cola. You'd be like that's and you taste it. And you're like that's not Coca Cola. That's not even Coles. Um, so my generation was really, really addicted to brands. Generation Z, not so much. Brands need need to work harder to get their trust. Brands like Everlane and Toms have led the charge. Legacy brands like American Eagle Outfitters are shifting to uh, greater transparency in their products and marketing. Uh, because when you when you scorn, when you upset. Uh, Generation Z, they don't come back. Um, so it's just, it's worthy to know that you have to do a lot of research to be a good investor. Um, I'm constantly, like, I haven't read a book of fiction in a long time. I'm always trying to find things to help you as an investor get to retirement because I think that's kind of my job on, on this planet. And when it's over, it's over. Trust me, I'll walk dogs, I'll train dogs, I'll do something. Uh, but semiconductor names are leading stocks higher. President Trump and President Xi basically have trade talks back on track. Manufacturing PMI numbers out of China, Germany, Italy, Spain, and the UK were in contraction. So there's, we still live in a world of slowing economies, slowing trade. But maybe we get a deal that could stimulate and tickle. 
two of the biggest economies in the world, two of the biggest economies in the world. They are the biggest, so you got to go with that. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, got an email about someone who wanted to buy an IPO, missed out on it, saw it go up, and wants to buy the next IPO. And the reason I bring that up is, and now you're not even now you're not even trying to act like you know what you're investing in. You're just saying, I want the next one. So, and if I were to tell you there's a rocket to the moon, okay, you just missed that one. There's another one in five minutes, but this one has nuclear radiation all around it. You, you don't like. I'm stunned at how many people just want to buy something just to buy something. So that's kind of the opposite of people who panic and, and knee-jerk react, right? So 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Uh, you know, price targets are kind of interesting on Wall Street because a lot of people see what they want to see. So if Morgan Stanley has a $300 price target on Tesla and Oppenheimer's got a $200, people will say, well, I like that $300 number, so I think that's where it's going. Be careful on that. I, I, I kid you not, I see that on a regular basis. Uh, behavioral finance is a thing. Uh, learning to have a healthy relationship with your money and your investments is a thing. And you know, greed, I think, is okay uh, in, the, in the larger sense that you look at the markets typically up seven out of 10 years. I, I want my money exposed to that. I don't want to be pound foolish and like, oh, I'm going to keep my money in cash. But you see how I'm being greedy? I'm going off like in-year averages, not 10-day averages or 10-second averages. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. While there, you can sign up for a seminar Thursday, July 11th, 6.30 to 8.30 at Palo Alto Elks Lodge. Use code RADIO25 to waive that $25 fee. You'll learn about retirement income and tax planning. Good hardcore stuff. Two hours, Elks Lodge. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.